What's up, everyone? We are back with another episode of the Monday Playlist. As you can see, and for those who are listening online, my co-host is not with me today. DJ Standout is out being a dad. And they have a new baby coming as well. So, you know, he is doing all of the things today. But I have with me a brand new guest. So you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. We are in the building with Keandra Lockett. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. It is awesome to speak with you. It's been a really long time. Yeah, look, I just want to say thank you because it's outlets like these that gospel artists need. Um, and yeah, it's highly appreciated. The way that you guys handle yourselves, um, the aesthetic, like everything is really fine. Thank you. You. Same with you, including that house. Okay, we've already had this talk. <laughs> For those who are listening and can't see the video, you need to slide over to YouTube and check it out. It's beautiful. So, wherever they go next, wherever she goes next, um, she's, um, you know, that home has a lot to live up to. That's all I have to say. Um, but um, so you have so many things going for you and you have for a really long time, but I just want to know how it all got started. When did you first know that you could sing? Was it a childhood moment in church or when did that happen? Um, actually, it was like a, um, a, a childhood moment, you know, at church. Uh, my mom, when we moved to Clarksville, Tennessee, she got really close with our uh, choir director at the time. That's that's what they were called. They didn't have the name worship um, director and all that. Like right. so, he was he was the <laughs> choir instructor at our church. Okay, and he was like, "Your daughter can really sing," and you know, at the time, mom was like, "Oh, it's you know, it's it's." It's nice for a kid. She can do a little something. And he was like, no, she's a star. Like, I hear it. And um, so my first song was, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. I don't know who sings it. I'll have to Google that. But that was the first song that I had ever sang uh, at church. And um, I mean, people, they really loved it. They really enjoyed. So I guess, yeah, when I was a kid, it was like that whole church moment where I found out. <laughs> okay. So when did you decide to take music seriously as a career? Um, well, when I uh, was with the group Zyl, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with. Absolutely. Okay, we followed good. all of you for so long. Um, <laughs> and listen, we, we were sad to see it not stay together, but yeah. you're all doing such amazing things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, but no, you guys were amazing and you're each amazing individually. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So started with the group Zyl and um, I mean, it was at the age of 14, I think, is when when we started for me and um we started traveling to jackson mississippi those were our stumping grounds as soon as they heard us the first time people just had to have us back and so singing at conferences and things like that you know of course other people from or at those conferences are from other parts of the state mm -hmm. and so um they would call us and then other par parts of the country people would call us from there and it just grew then um and uh, we were able to uh, sing at, I think, yeah, GMWA, which is the um, Gospel Workshop of America. 
mm-hmm. Gospel Music Workshop of America. Yes. And so um, we got like our first big break, if you will, there. Um, we were seen by um, a rep at Light Records, which is now um, Monarch Records, mm-hmm. and it was E1. But um, we were seen by someone there, and they were like, oh, we love y'all. You guys are amazing. And then that's when, you know, we signed a deal with them. And that was my first national platform, national situation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So how how scary or challenging, I like to use that word, was it when you decided to step out on your own? Yeah. Um. Well, because there's familiarity in numbers, you know, like, I, I, I know that for sure if I mess up on this step or on this vocal, yeah. you know, like it's there's safety there. Like one of the other girls yeah. will come in and, you know, they'll do what they do. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, you win them over with, you know, whatever it is that you did. So it's like mm-hmm. and, and nobody looks at the, the individual. It's always the group itself. Exactly. So it's like, oh, my gosh, even though I messed up. And the other girl came in and she did her little thing and people loved it. At the end of the day, people are like, oh my gosh, we still love Zael. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, that's that's all I could think of was like, oh my gosh, like if I mess up or if I do something wrong, people are not gonna like me. And that was definitely the devil talking, you know, like we get inside our, our own heads and can't really move forward because of, you know, negative thoughts and, insecurities of our own and um that was definitely a lie you know people love yeah. my music they love me yes. mess ups or not like you know and and, and I, I would say this to somebody who is probably you know trying to just get out there period like mess ups or not just be you do what you do and there is an audience for you you know Absolutely. And you you already kind of touched on what my next question was going to be. So many people, when they start to pursue their passions, they deal with imposter syndrome. It, and it's it's stifling. Yeah. How did you get past it? Um, well, you know, I, I still have my my battles with it. You know, I don't know <laughs> if that necessarily goes away. Um, and I don't know if it's probably nervousness that is the thing that you know keeps me in that place but um at the same time i find it um really humbling as well because it keeps me from you know saying that oh this is my work this is my voice i did this Mm -hmm. and you know nobody can step to me and blah 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 you know because we have those we have those thoughts at times mm-hmm. too you know that's mm-hmm. the flesh mm-hmm. but um it, it always puts my nervousness and and those types of issues or what have you it puts the the view or the work on god if you will this is the gift that he gave me so if i mess up if i if i do have some type of issue or nervousness or whatever it, it doesn't matter because he can step in and whatever it sounds like whatever happens it will be it will be great it will be what he needs it to be because it's his work it's his hand doing the the moving you know what i'm saying we get too into ourselves and get too nervous and we try and make it about us and it's it's not like he's the one who gave you the gift he's the one who put you on the platform just do what you got to do and you know move forward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is so good that's so good and then before we touch on the biz the clothing line and how mm-hmm. that even got started because music was your first thing and i would 
dare to say it still is. Yes, they go hand is. in hand. I mean, I'm because, not, not Rihanna, you guys. <laughs> we beg to differ. I think you are. You're winning in both. You're winning in both. And we're going to touch on that. So those who aren't familiar with what Keandra's doing in both fashion and in music, we're going to get there. Please don't go. You're going to learn something new. Um, but with music, What's the difference for you with being signed to a label and not being signed to a label? Because you've done both, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, what's that like? Well, actually, um, it's there's definitely a difference. But right now, being an independent artist, I still have a distribution deal with Indie Blue, which is right. their company to E1 or now Monarch Music. And so um, the beautiful thing about being an independent artist is that I have the autonomy to do whatever it is that I want to do. Mm -hmm. I was able to take a break and focus on my, um, uh, the, the business with my sister. And now because of that break, we've had a major opportunity. And had I not been able to have that break, um, I wouldn't be here for sure. You know, yeah. so music would keep me busy. A label would keep me busy, but yeah. doing this independently, you know, I can do whatever I want. Different type of musical entrepreneurship. I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the freedom, the yeah. freedom. That is good. So, but I, I assume you had to learn from the grind that you still had to do being connected to, to the label. The grind that you're in now, which is completely different. We all know yes. <laughs> how different that can be. Um, how did you and your sister, and tell me her name, tell us, for those who don't know her, I know her name, but for those who don't know who she is, um, let us know how you two got started. Did it come from um, an idea? What, what inspired you to just begin this? Okay, well, her name is Kim. Um, actually, we started with the whole um, entrepreneurial efforts back in 2009. We had a business called the Red Glasses Sisters and um, we were selling uh, eyewear and some other accessories and it didn't do so well. So we had to dissolve that business. And in 2013, when Zyel like really started pushing and traveling again, um, we just decided that we would put you know, our efforts, me and Kim, we will put those things to the side and just devote our time to that particular ministry. Well, when Zyel disbanded, um, I started with my, my mixtape and things like that. And my sister was like, we really need to, you know, get back at our, you know, our, our, our efforts with the business. And um, so we needed to rebrand. We need to, we needed to reshift everything basically because the, um, idea that we had with the Red Glasses Sisters was very limiting. And so we weren't able to, you know, do any marketing with that, mm -hmm. really weren't able to service um, all of our uh, supporters. You know, we okay. have a, a huge male following as well. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, that's because of my music, but they wanted mm -hmm. to support us with the Red Glasses Sisters and they couldn't. So we just had to do everything over. We started over. Um, and uh, she came up with these names. And um, the one that really stuck out for her was Jolie Noir, which means pretty black in French. And at that time, I think uh, the Trayvon Martin case, um, like a lot of things were going on with, with that particular case. Mm -hmm. And so um, we decided that, you know, hey, this is a really good idea to, um, you know, 
let's let's talk about something that has to do with with black people um i was already advocating for women with my ministry and she was already um in school and learning about different things and uh, statistics as it relates to black women and how we're so unseen and on purpose mm -hmm. <laughs> at times like we yes. are pushed out of the way when we are the number one um uh, consumers out here we mm -hmm. we are keeping the workforce going if you will like single mothers black women we're out here working providing for our families you know what i'm saying and so we're like we really need to like push in that and um we did you know our whole brand is about affirming validating and um putting black women out there on the map um and like letting them know like you're beautiful no matter what light skin dark skin you are beautiful and so um also our male following they were able of course to get in on this too because they know the struggle as well you know yeah. so we were like we need to create a unisex line because at first everything was geared towards women but okay. we were like we need to create a unisex line that will be able to speak to them as well so we have our unisex line on our website called theme noir and um men are loving it too you know so it's awesome it's awesome i mean there's a buzz everywhere everywhere right and now i'm like i'm i'm dumbfounded i'm like i mean and nothing is guaranteed we didn't know that connecting with did you want to say it yet yes let's okay. just tell you <laughs> yes. with target and signing a deal with them that yes. they would explode the way that they have and it's crazy out there <laughs> Jeez. i walked into target one day and it was the first thing i saw yeah. the first thing yeah. and i loved it people probably thought i was crazy i have a cell phone i'm on TikTok, and i'm getting all of the videos it's just people walking by just looking like it's like i know her <laughs> I love it. It's like I'm so proud of them. Oh. Um, oh gosh, it was just so 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 great to see you guys featured there along with the others. But yeah. I, this one I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was so so good to see. How Thank did that you. happen? How did you guys get signed with yeah. Target? Okay, well they hit Partnered us up. Target. Yeah, so they hit us up last year um, in May. Uh, they hit us up on our business email as well as Kim's email. So that really- Check your emails, y'all. Right, for sure. <laughs> it suggested that they really loved us and really wanted us. And so um, in the email, they asked us if we could, you know, meet by phone. And we're like, this can't be real. Like Target ain't going to email nobody talking about, can we meet through phone? Like, what? Who is this? Right. Is this a hacker? Is this a spammer? Right. What's going on? So all these questions. So we sent the email to our group text. Our mom is uh, our partner as well. And at the time we had a uh, business coach mm -hmm. and she fact checked everything through LinkedIn. And sure enough, it was it was Target. They told us that if we were chosen, that things would go super fast. And uh, they did. We met with 
target heads and we were thinking and talking about ideas. And then it went from thinking and talking about the ideas to actually going in motion. So we had line sheets with the clothing um, drawn on them. And oh, when we got those, it was like, this is happening. Like, how? Oh my gosh! This ain't nothing. You know, people say it's a dream come true. No, it's yeah. It's definitely something that the Lord did did for us. And yeah, it's a dream come true too. But I, mm -hmm. I promised God that I would give Him all the glory. I don't care how super deep it sounds. Right. This is so amazing. You know, so yes. it's definitely something that was needed. Yes. And uh, so many other people are saying that it, it was needed and they're inspired and and helped by all of this. So it's it's definitely God. He did it. So. Right. So it's in Target, guys, for those who are listening, for those who are watching nationwide. This isn't just local. Right. It's not just down the street. Nope. It's down all everyone's street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all of our streets. OK, so we can all go by. Um, say the name again because you say it much better than I do. No, it's okay. Yeah. Jolie Noir. I love it. Thank I you. love it. This is amazing. So how do you balance music with the clothing line? Well, um, the business that goes with all, with both. These are two yeah, totally yeah, different industries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and because it's, it's me and Kim who's running this. Okay. And our mom, she's working our back office and business side as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's crazy. Like we have our other lives. My mom is an RN. So you can mm -hmm. like, especially with COVID and all that, like yeah. it's just crazy, but we're making it work, you know? Um, so uh, me doing the work for Jolie Noir and with my music right now, um, everything is fine, but I haven't released my my new single. I haven't released my new album. I'll, I'll check back with me a little bit later this okay. year. And then I'll We're going to talk more about the music too, because she's still working y'all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot to handle. It's a lot yeah. to balance. Um, talking about your music, um, tell me your greatest accomplishment over there, because again, you're excelling in both areas uh -huh. and this you. is beautiful to see. Thank you. Um, so my biggest accomplishment in music. Yes. Oh, for sure. My number one, I hit number one with my song trouble won't last, um, at billboard number one at billboard. And so, um, that was super That's big huge. for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and it was super big for me because I am an independent artist and mm -hmm. it takes a lot. Um, you try not to be competitive because, I mean, not only because this is the gospel music industry, but a lot of my peers, I know them and mm -hmm. I love them. I love, I've loved their music and everything, but the charts are competitive, you know? And mm -hmm. so just going up and down and basically competing in the charts with mm -hmm. uh, other artists, uh, Israel Houghton and um, Dolly and all these people who obviously deserve, you know, they deserve all of these things. And, and not mm -hmm. to say that I don't, but it's it's just kind of weird. It's like, wow. See, that's like, that imposter syndrome popping up again. Know, right? <laughs> yeah, it happens to us all. But hey, I, hey I, I, I reeled it in. I deserve you it did. too. You did, because <laughs> you do. But, but yeah, for sure. Like, it's just one of those things where, you know, it gets it gets really crazy out here. So, I mean, the mm -hmm. fact that I got there to that 
that point, it, it means a lot. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Number one is huge. You're not even mentioning the nominations that you've gotten so many places. She's yeah. being modest, guys. Okay? <laughs> First of all, she's being modest because we've been supporting and following for quite a while. Yes, you guys um, are. Thank you all. <laughs> no problem. So she she's she's doing more than she's mentioning. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So stay watch her on Instagram. For sure. Speaking of Instagram, I saw Tabitha. Wearing your clothing line? Yes. Tabitha Can you please Taylor. tell the people no, how this oops, is. I'm sorry. I said a whole Tabitha Taylor. That's crazy <laughs> because we'll be honored by um, our city next week. So wow. our councilwoman Taylor, that's Tabitha Taylor, wow. she'll be honoring us too. So I'm sorry. Okay. I guess, yeah. I am being modest. Sorry about that. You but are. Yeah, so you Tabitha did. Brown, she yes. is in our, um, our separate Both she and her husband. Yeah. Wow. Okay, you guys have to check out her Instagram to see that. And they look gorgeous. They look beautiful modeling the men's and the women's wear. Beautiful. I'm so yes. excited for you guys. <laughs> Thank um, you. Uh, what has been your, or what's your inspiration, I should say, musically? Because you have a very unique sound. You have a powerful voice. You can do the big gospel voice that can do everything your range is outrageous um just I, I don't even know how you do it um I'm an alto and I can't do all of that I just cannot um and then in addition you also just have the ability just to do um real smooth R&B sound it's all Christian but it's all very different you have a very youthful sound you don't just stick to tradition uh, what's your inspiration behind that and what artists kind of helped uh, inspire you in that way, in that direction? Well, I love mainstream sounds, you know, mm -hmm. um, of course, I'm very careful with what I listen to, um, because I think that as a minstrel or a, a minister of, of God, we need to be really careful. I mean, yeah, you can listen to R&B, but like, yeah, be really careful. <laughs> but at the same time, I love mainstream sounds. I love how their production is is just well put together. Everything is solid. And um, urban is is just me. You know, I, I yeah. love singing smooth, like having just, you know, moods and, you know, not doing too many runs, but like just being able, people being able to hear my true vocal quality. I love that, which is very R&B-esque. It's very... Mm -hmm um mainstream-esque like that's all they do they don't do all the powerful heavy type you know things or whatever yeah and so um my inspiration as it relates to like vocals and things like that i like my top five i have a top five i mm -hmm. won't name the gospel ones because we're talking about well yeah i can whatever okay yeah. so um i love brandy yeah so you guys can hear that in all my music i love miley cyrus if you yeah. heard my song try this mm -hmm. is for the listeners mm -hmm. but if you heard my song try you can definitely hear um how inspired i am by miley cyrus and love uh i love um ella fitzgerald and karen clark and kimberell i can i can i can see this yeah. i can see all of this um for anyone who isn't familiar with her music we're gonna play a short piece for those who are watching on video you're gonna see a little bit of it um Let's let's just shoot to that really quick now. We're just gonna pick one. How I made it. You, you made a way. Every time I had you by my side, 
Okay. Okay. We have to stop it there. You guys need to go listen to that on YouTube. <laughs> Stream it on Spotify. Go buy it. Yes. Support the artist. Buy it. Um, tell us about your guest singer there. Tell us about this video. All of your videos are such amazing quality. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So I got a chance to meet Q Parker. Mm -hmm. um, and who's Q Parker for those who don't know? Yes, 112. There we are. <laughs> I, that was such a dream for me because <laughs> it was amazing. I've always wanted to work with a mainstream artist, mm -hmm. um, which is secular for those who don't know. Yeah. But um, I've always wanted to work with a mainstream artist and got a chance to connect with Q a couple of years back. He came to this event that I sang at. And um, my producer, who's also featured in that video, in the, the that's the driver, mm -hmm. he um, introduced me to Q. My sister at the time was trying to um, get him to take a picture with me. And he was so nice, like truly genuine. And um, he responded to Kim. He was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take the picture. Oh, we got the picture. And that was that. That was it. Okay. So a couple of minutes later, I was standing around still, and my produ producer comes up and he's like, "Hey, you, I, I bet, I, I bet you, you, you know, you know this girl. Like I work with her. I do this and that, and blah blah blah." My producer is Teddy P. Williams, by the way, you guys. And so he, um, he was like, "No, nah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure who is it." He said, "This is Keandra Lockett," and Q goes, "Oh my gosh." I love you. Like you are so dope and starts ministering to me, starts encouraging wow, me. I love and it. that's definitely something that I wouldn't expect from a mainstream artist. But then number one, like Q has a whole church background um, mm -hmm. and is just a good person. Like he's a Christian, you know, so yeah. and, and that's super dope. But even in the gospel industry, you don't really too much get that. And so I didn't yeah. really expect to get that from him because you know, he's he's secular, but I mean, he's just he's my big brother now and all that, like, has welcomed me into his arms and taken me, Love it. you know, into, you know, his his arms musically and things like that. And so it just really meant a lot. So we he encouraged me and all that. And uh, I think we exchanged numbers that day or if we didn't that day, we exchanged numbers in my session. Um, I was looking for a really dope vocalist for Made Away, mm -hmm. which is a remake from um, my uh, album, The Heel Reloaded. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I was wanting Zacardi Cortez because after hearing his song, YDIA, I was like, oh, he ain't just traditional. Like he, he's also like got this R&B vibe about him too. Right. So things really didn't work out. He wanted to do it, but wasn't able to. And so um, Q was like, yeah let's work let's do this so we ended up getting in the studio he came and i mean it was just a really beautiful moment for me like he took pictures afterwards and can sing down listen, like listen. everybody thought it was slim sing you, down like he can blow <laughs> like he can really sing and so um after that, you know, Q, it was Q's idea. He was like, I think we need to do a music video for this. I was only putting the song out because um, it's going to be on my coming album as well. But I was only putting okay. the song out just to, you know, kind of get people like back used to me, you know, and my music. Because I can't put a new album out and they've not heard something. So right. I was like, we'll just put this out and, you know, let the people 
you know, just nibble <laughs> on this. And yeah. it was like, no, we need to do a music video. So we decided to do the music video. And I worked with um, Creed, who I always work with him on all of my music videos. His name is Tyshawn. And um, I mean, it was just, it was, it was really dope. Now Q, he's so extra. He came on set. <laughs> And uh, he had his his bodyguard for 25 years. Wow! He had his bodyguard drive him on set in okay. his um, his black um, Yukon, whatever, whatever it was, with the black tinted windows and all that. And we this were like, "Oh, serious. you're so extra!" <laughs> and we had to go to the next place for okay. um, the next scene. He mm -hmm. was like, "Key, you need to come and ride in." the SUV. And I'm thinking that, you know, he was going to ride in there with me, but he had driven his car as well. I was in there with the driver. It was like a special treatment or something. So I, was I love like, it. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's it like, we'll so all cool. be extra together today. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? Oh, I right. love it. I love it. Listen, um, who, who was your stylist in that video for all of you? Because everything looks great. We Thank have to you. touch on that fashion. Thank you. Well, um, actually, my sister styles me for everything that's videos included. And so yeah, and so um, she just uh, told Q that, you know, we just yeah. had a certain um, color palette that we needed him to go by. She did style the driver, which is my producer. Mm -hmm. She did style him. But other than that, you know, everything that you saw was her with me. You know, I love it. You, you all looked great. The video looked great. Um, I want to touch on something else. I don't want to keep you too long, but um, okay. you mentioned something about how surprised you were when um, he, a mainstream artist of, of his level, who's got a bodyguard of over 20 something years uh -huh, okay? uh -huh. uh, and how welcoming he was. And you mentioned briefly that it's not always like that in gospel. And right. I remember um, you did a room in Clubhouse and, and you had me in that room as a part of a panel one time. Yes. I can't remember the name of it right now. Do you remember? We what? got next. There you go. We mm -hmm. got next. It was featuring women in gospel. Yes. And you did a series of mm -hmm. it in one of those rooms. I do believe I remember Mary, um, several people, actually, Erica Campbell mm -hmm. was in there and she was talking about paying her dues um, and things that even she had to do yeah. at the level she is at yeah. just to, you know, even after getting accolades and whatnot and just the things she still had to endure and yeah. the still not being sure if she's going to get to be on the stage to do A, B or C. Right. Um, how has dealing with that been for you? Because I think a lot of us who work behind the scenes notice it's not always like that yeah it's you not know. always equal opportunity for everybody yeah. no, no um and I, I think a lot of artists get uh we get a bad rep if we talk about it because it's like you're not you're not grateful you know you're mm. not you've not worked as many years as that person who's always being called on so mm. i mean duh they're gonna get called on like you get looked at like you're jealous or like you're a hater and mm. the thing is that if it's good, it's just good. And we should use it because it's good, not because it's it's worked the longest. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so 
to have to work so long to be able to, that's like having to prove yourself. Why am I having to prove myself to any of you when the Lord is the one who put me here? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He gave me the gift. He gave me the talent and he's provided all the stages and the platforms that I've been on before. And now the yes came through you, but you know, mm-hmm. it's like, um, and I truly understand where Erica is coming from. We've, yeah. we've been told that several times you've got to pay your dues. I totally get that. But yeah. there comes a time where it's like, when do I finally catch a break? And I feel like me catching a break in music um, was when I hit number one at Billboard. It's a yeah. lot easier being an entrepreneur, though. And it's a lot easier being be, being the brand Jolie Noir. It really is. Yes. Um, a, a lot of other opportunities that I never had to pay dues for. This is our second year. We're going into our third year of business. I've I've been featured in Cosmopolitan, been featured in Marie Claire, been featured in Black Enterprise, um, a host of news channels and outlets. Mm-hmm. I had to pay no dues. But then in the gospel industry, that's what I got to do. It's like something ain't adding up here. I'm not getting it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand. But, you know, yeah. it is what it is. And you got to roll with the punches. You got to <laughs> play the game. Yeah. Yeah. And and I love that you shared that. I love you. So you see, she was being modest, right? <laughs> Earlier, everyone who's listening, um, say at least two of those featured publications that you've been in again. Sure. Cosmopolitan Magazine, Black Enterprise Mas- Magazine. Mm-hmm. And I got to say the other one too. Yes. Marie Claire. There we go. Listen, like these are major, major, major. And so I think it's so inspiring and a really great lesson to up and coming artists to know one that promotion comes from God. Amen. Like, yes, there is a game that has its own rules. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't supersede what God has already spoken over your life, whoever you are. Um, this is God's truth for us. Right. Um, and I love that you are a living example of that right now. And you've also taught us a really great lesson um, that you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket, Amen. everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's you're right. you're are you try you're not touring right now, no, but I'm you're not. doing well. Mm-hmm. And in the Always. middle of the pandemic, no one could tour. Yeah, not mm-hmm. not you know when it was in in its infancy, right? Yeah, uh, before the vaccines and whatnot, that mm-hmm. just was not possible. So everyone was out yeah. without money. But when did you start the clothing line again? We started the clothing line in uh, 2019. Well, actually, we started in 2018. Mm-hmm. And that was the soft launch. But the hard launch was yeah. in 2019. Of course, mm-hmm. we had this big hard launch. And then 2020 comes and it's like, right. boom. Like, But we never stopped. Right. We, everything kept going and growing. Yes. And, so, and I don't want to seem... Um, <laughs> Here's the imposter coming in. I don't want to seem big headed or, you know, like I'm bragging or anything, but it's just an amazing moment for me right now. And like you said, no, you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket. I would advise for everyone to do something more than just gospel music, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Your gift is for the world is for the world. And everyone I think has to know what their calling is and who they're called to. If you're called for the church, that's beautiful. There is nothing wrong or small Mm -hmm. about that. If you're called to your local church, there's nothing wrong or small about that. 
um, that's huge, you know, because you never know who you're speaking to. That's right. But if you also feel called to go further, just keep good people around you. And that was going to be my next question. How do you stay grounded? Because again, you are excelling in both music and in fashion right now. And I don't think you have a need for imposter syndrome, <laughs> but um, when that comes and when the other times come, just what keeps you grounded and level-headed and who, what and who? Yeah, well, for sure, um, prayer and my dependence on God. And then of course, who, you know, the people in my life You made a good point there that definitely got to have, you know, good people in your life, people who are strong themselves and who can reel you in when you are getting out of line, you know, because yeah. again, we're humans. And so there have been times where, you know, I have to be pulled in. I have my friends who do it for sure. My mother, you know, mm -hmm. um, my sister, you know, it, like they keep you accountable. So yeah. I see that. What I do notice is that you, um, just from the things and conversations that you built on Clubhouse, things you've spoken about today that just seem to come naturally, that you have a passion for women. And the fact that um, the, the clothing line was focused on women to begin with and the line that you had previous, mm -hmm. um, what gives you that strong passion for other women? It has now grown and expanded to include everyone, of course. But what 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 helped that? And with Women's History Month coming next, yeah, next month, um, I just thought that would be a great question to to find out about you. Yeah, well, um, I'm a woman, number one, yes. and then number two, you know, dealing with low self esteem and you know issues, and you know issues being a woman and having self. Um, you know, a lack of self-confidence at times, you know, I know what it feels like to, to have that. Cause again, I am a woman as women, we go through so many things Yes. and, um, not to take away from men, but still like, even with our, our, our bodies and how they change, you know, when men change in their ages, you know, some things might, you know, droop a little or do something, but for us, we, we go through childbirth and so many things. And it's like, we need the validation. We need affirming. Mm. And um, I think like who better to do that than a woman, you know? Like if you have a tribe of women who can continue to encourage you and push you forward, like you'll do well, you will soar, you know? I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, what advice do you have to give someone these last two questions who is looking to start a business, not necessarily in music, but just a business in general, especially a young woman. Okay. What would you like to say to them? Well, make sure that you're consistent and that you're putting out consistent, good work, um, a good product. Make sure that you're consistent. I think that the reason why Target was able to find us was because of our consistency of, you know, posting and posting good work. Mm -hmm. We were only, I think, one one and a half year old, one and a half years old when they spotted us. So that was like just constantly putting work out, even if people weren't there to like it, because they found us on um, on Instagram, okay. even if people weren't there to like it, you know, our page mm -hmm. still grew and they were able to find us. I think they found us and we were at like 10, 10K followers at that That's time. Beautiful. Yeah. So <laughs> just continually working and pushing, you know, just just do that. I love that. And then for the person who is looking to get started in music, whether it be gospel or secular, what do you have to say to them? 
Yeah, I would say to um, make sure that you have a team of people around you who can help you to get to that next level. Doing it by yourself is not easy. And make sure that you have the capital as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. Thank you so much for your time. I feel like there's so much that we could talk about and it could go on and on and on and on. <laughs> um, we'll have to bring you back because I'd love to speak with you more one day. Yeah. Maybe sometime next month about um, just the challenges you face as a woman in business. Yeah and uh, how you get get through that. Um, if you want to give a couple of nuggets in that area before we go, feel free to drop a few. Anything well, I, I, I think my phone is about to die. Yeah, yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. But I want to do that. I yes, let's do that. Yeah, please have Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time. Let everyone know where to follow you on social media. Okay, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at I love it. Thanks so much, Keandra, and tell your Kim, your sister Kim hello. I and sure congratulations will. to her as well for everything and your mom. Thank you. I sure will. Love you, sis. Love you. Bye. Bye.